Hi, nerds. I'm Michael Moore, hosting this podcast for Dissecting Popular IT Nerds. I'm here with Dion Johnson, Director of Information Technology at Clearwater Cardiovascular Consultants. Well, that's a mouthful. How are you doing there, Dion? Doing well. How are you doing? Very good. Hey, I'm going to start us off with the um, uh, icebreaker segment, Random Access Memories. I ask a question, and then you respond with the answer that comes to your head first. So your first question is... If you could design your own IT-themed emoji, what would it look like and what would it mean? Wow, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess it'll be a a dinosaur, right? So a a T-Rex, right? So we can plow through anything, you know, plow through uh, any help desk issues, right? So (laughs) (laughs) I like that. You know, <laughs> the giant T-Rex and uh, right. Maybe we can arm them with a um, like a headset and uh, right. And right. A, it, the problem is the the one thing about the T-Rexes though, right? Is they always have the small mm-hmm. arms, right? right? So they've got this menacing everything, but they got really really <laughs> tiny arms that they have. So right. um, if you imagine it's got to be really hard to type for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe we just <laughs> maybe we just get them like you know extensions that they there can you use. <laughs> um, all right, if you could travel back in time and meet any IT legend, who would it be, and what would you either ask or show them? Hmm. Wow. Um, of course, that <laughs> would be um, wow. Um, Tim Cook. Yeah. Tim Cook. All right. All right. What, you know what, what I mean. And what would you ask or show Tim Cook when you when you went? Um, I will ask him how he got, you know, how he, you know, you know, this pointers are, you know, getting um, his, uh, um, you know, his uh, project started, you know, how he did it, you know, uh, you know, rhyme or reason between between everything that he did and um, just basically uh, tap into all his knowledge, basically. Well, I mean, uh, th- that would be an interesting one to. Uh, yeah. To, um, to get him before he uh, blew up, you know what I mean? Exactly, so, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me pick your brain really quick. Uh, um, uh, uh, probably jump in and, and grab some uh, Apple stock while you're at it, right? Exactly. So, <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> lucrative. You're very, very lucrative, Dion. Exactly. Um, what is the uh, most outdated or obsolete IT related term or concept that you still pe- use, you know, still see um, people here. So, hold on, still see people use or or you hear out, out there. Hmm. Um. Reimage, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's obsolete or anything like that, but you know, reimage. I mean, because when I think of reimage, you know, I think about you know, for me, way back when we had to get the disc and go through each computer and put the disc in and have it put the operating system on the uh, actual device, you know what I mean? So, so when I, when I think of that, um, you know, so I don't think it's either obsolete, but for me, I think that's a, a concept that is uh, definitely obsolete. Now we don't have to do that anymore. Right. With, with, with using those discs and going through there, you know, I mean, you can use USB or so on and so forth now to the cloud or, you know, those guidelines. So definitely a, um, uh, mm-hmm. definitely an archaic, way yeah. <laughs> of, of doing things yeah you know i think it's one of those um terms mm-hmm. that has evolved over time yeah, right exactly yeah <laughs> you know it's like uh um, uh-huh. it, you know, attributed to uh you know they finally started changing the the save icon from the floppy disk right you know yeah right but you know you eat to you know <laughs> like oh, we got to change this thing because nobody knows what it actually is anymore exactly um, but you know it's one of those things where it started one way and it ju- and it just keeps going Right. Right. The um, I I actually uh, and and I and and listen. If this turned people, I you know I challenge everyone to go Google this and actually figure it out if it's actually true or not. But um, I had heard one time that um, the term dashboard, uh, uh, mm-hmm. or um, uh, uh, um, or you know the dash that that they that they yeah. have in, in in the car and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. was actually um. Uh, was actually like from when they used to put a board up when there was horses to right. prevent like the mud and stuff from uh, from getting in there. And wow. I, again, I don't know. I, this is what I heard. Yeah. Right. I haven't verified it. <laughs> right. 
Uh, it's a great story if it's true. Um, uh, but I would uh, I would encourage people to go uh, see and actually get get the actual uh, um, factual things behind that. But that but that kind of concept where we use something uh, like horsepower, you know, and and it just right. keeps going. Um, I think that that's a uh, it's kind of an interesting uh, um, evolution of just technology. Like we got past it, but everyone likes this term, so let's just keep adapting it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> So I man, I'm so glad that um uh you know we scheduled this podcast and that I have a chance to talk to you because you have a story that I am so interested in. Um I came across uh and I I joke with everybody that I I I go out and I try to find as much about uh the people I'm interviewing uh as I can uh and you've got you've got a lot of stuff out there. One of the things I found was um a, a a news article from the Cherokee Nation Tribal Magazine. Um, and then in that, it talks about a journey that you had that was really inspiring, very inspiring. Um, right. You started off in the military, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And what, bra- what branch of the military? I was in the Army. Mm-hmm. Army. All right. Army. Mm-hmm. And so uh, um, in the uh, in the Army, right? Uh, you, you actually got, um, you, in the article, you loved the army. You actually loved what you did in the army. And by the way, what did you do in the army? So that everyone knows, uh, I was in communications and then uh, navigated to it. So I can do, I can elaborate on that too, but, uh, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, originally, right. yeah, originally I was actually a mechanic in the, in the army. So wow. I actually, yeah. So, uh, I was a 63 bravo now they call it what a 91 bravo i think they call it now but um but i uh later on through the years uh i actually was uh was chosen to be on this project to re-image we're just talking about re-image right so <laughs> so i had this one in particular it uh, uh specialist that was in the army showed me how to re-image i had to re-image a whole entire brigade and I took a niche to it. And then from there, I just took off from there. So, and then uh, went from there and was in IT ever, ever since in the military. So, now, it, it, during in this, you actually got injured yeah. so much so that you couldn't continue, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, so when that happened, you had no choice but to leave the military. That's correct. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And when you left the military, mm-hmm. uh, um, you essentially had to go, OK, well, now I'm a civilian and now oh, yeah. I have to do I have to do I have to do what civilians do. Right. Exactly. So your yeah. next step here, right, is you go to college. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to college, uh, you know, so, you know, while I was in the military, too, you know, as I was uh, in IT in the military, but. Um, it was uh, very difficult to, uh, you know, you know, because you're constantly deploying back and forth. So I'm just doing online classes at that period of time. You know what I mean? So when I uh, but when I, uh, you know, initially, you know, retired or I got out of the military from being injured. Uh, yeah, I had to go back to college and it was a uh, it was a. Uh, uh you know uh, a shock for me you know a little bit of a shell shock for me to <laughs> you know i mean uh a little bit different than being in the military right so you know i had to i uh, definitely had to adapt so <laughs> it's a apropos uh military pun there by the way with the shell shock so yeah. uh, <laughs> so um so then the uh um so then you go ahead and you you go into uh, um, college mm-hmm. or continue college, right? Um, yeah. What, what now? You were already doing IT in the military, exactly. um, so I guess that kind of contributed to uh, picking of your of your major and what you're going to do, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what was the major that uh, that you did in uh, college? So initially, uh, when I went into college, uh, I was I wanted to go into the cybersecurity realm, right? So that's where I wanted to go. Um, the most my, popular choice of everybody. That that? Here. <laughs> you know, my eyes set was on uh, cybersecurity. I was just, yeah, I'm gonna go in. But when um, 
I started, I mean, I went through my first semester and I was like, you know what, you know what, this might not be what I want to do, you know? So what I did was um, I've always was interested in uh, healthcare, you know, I've always been interested in healthcare, but, you know, but for me, I was never really, uh, you know, I didn't, being a nurse, I know that's something that I probably could never do with blood and all those different things or a physician, anything like that. So um, I walked past this bulletin board and it says, hey, you know, have you ever thought about going into health IT? And I said, whoa, now that is a good uh, uh, idea. I never thought about doing anything like that. So um, and then, you know, and I investigated it more. So my major was I was in uh, health informatics. So I have a health IT, health informatics degree now. So uh, that is something. a that's such yeah. a, a, a amazing degree. Um, you know, health informatics. Um, I mean, first of all, let's start with healthcare IT because um, you know, as, as we kind of chatted beforehand, I I did yeah. sixteen years in healthcare IT, and um, it is uh, some of the most. Uh, well, we talk about cybersecurity for a minute, right? Oh my goodness, right. Um, uh, left and right. I, I mean, yeah. uh, um, uh, we poured so much effort and time mm-hmm. into cybersecurity. Um, it was a number one focus within, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the organization. Um, and I and uh, you know, and it, we, we were constantly, uh, um, constantly uh, um, improving and working on things on that re- that regard. It was uh, one of the items that was top on the list of uh, of the you know place I worked at. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure you've probably experienced the same thing. Oh yeah. Um, when it comes to healthcare, uh, HIPAA is a um, HIPAA and high tech. And there's it's I mean it's so good of a security cyber security framework um, yeah. that it can you can even port it to other places and it and you can just change it and say oh, right. instead of EPHI right um use confidential information or use yeah. uh just regular um uh personal identifiable information right pi right. just use that and that's such a great framework to oh, if yeah. anybody wants to be secure because it just exactly. forces you um uh you know it, it is an amazing and not only does it do that it forces you to um keep uh um cybersecurity uh policies up to date right oh, yeah, uh, and it is i mean it's just a living breathing framework i i'm I, i'm a huge fan of it and I, and i think when it comes to frameworks that that one they got right you know yeah. but health informatics ooh, using uh uh you know figuring out how to actually get uh um data out of uh healthcare systems what a challenging challenging yeah, right? uh uh thing to do here um yeah. There are so like so we can talk about um you know uh we can talk about EHRs right you know the uh and each one differs each one's completely set up differently even the ones that are the same are set up differently right oh yeah (laughs) so let's let's talk uh, let's we're gonna talk about this in a bit I'm gonna come back to this I'm gonna swing back because I think we have a lot to talk about here but I want to finish your story right because I think it's uh um it's a big it's a big one so you yeah. do health informatics um which is not an easy uh um uh not an easy career uh sorry college choice uh um and not an easy career either then you um graduate upon yeah. graduating uh, or was it so when did you uh, there was a conference you attended? Was that uh, pre-graduation or post uh, pre? So. So, yeah. OK, uh, so let's back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk so, about yeah. this hymns conference. So um, this hymns conference, uh, Hughes conference, uh, health IT conference. Uh, I, I, I go every year. Uh, great, great conference. One of the biggest conferences that uh, world, you know, nation and worldwide, you know, uh, huge conference so basically what happened was is that um i was uh reached out to i mean to be a uh to a lot of people a lot of my peers that were in, um at our university were reached out to in our program was reached out to and you had to be chosen to be part of that uh program assistant program right so what they do is they they uh, supply you they, they bring you out um, put you into a hotel and you, you, you help out, uh, 
and you are a assistant to a lot of the different booths and everything in those guidelines. But I use that as a uh, um, as a, a a networking platform for my next career too. You know what I mean? And that's what the and that's what they would like for you to do too as a program assistant. It gives you a chance to be part of that realm to get you well, a head start. And, and and being chosen that that's essentially yeah several thousand dollars of free uh, uh stuff because you have to pay for the conference so you no longer have to pay for the conference right oh. you uh they fly you out to wherever the hymns conference is at that time put you up in a hotel right mm -hmm. and uh did they give you a food stipend at all food stipend of uh, food Jeez. was included yeah <laughs> yeah this is like this is like winning a yeah. uh, this is like winning a prize a yeah it was great I mean, <laughs> even it better right yeah, it was great. You know, I, I think the only thing I didn't have to, the only thing I didn't have to pay for was the flight. I had to pay for the flight, but ah, uh, uh, well, that's you know, <laughs> that's probably if you had to pay for anything, that's probably the best thing yeah. to pay for, honestly. Right. So. Yeah, but it was great. Uh, you know, and it was an honor too that I actually was chosen. I was really surprised that I actually got chose to do it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so it, it definitely caught me off guard that I was actually even chosen. You know, it's one of those things. Is ah, oh, you know, I'll put in for it, but if I don't get it, I don't get it. You know. One of those things where when I was chosen, I was very uh, excited. You know, when I was chosen, so so you get you get chosen for this conference, yeah, and, and you would start to attend this conference. And and there's mm -hmm. and as you're going to this conference, not only is a great conference good for networking stuff, but there are um, two uh, no notable um, events that happen there for you, right? Mm -hmm. One being uh, um, one being that you uh, meet somebody that. Um, uh, you know, that was very influential, right? Mm -hmm. and, and who is that first person that you met? Um, the first person that I met was, uh, I still talk to today, is actually uh, one, one of my really good uh, um, um, friends uh, um, now is, uh, she's a, a VP of, um, one of the VPs there at, at, at him. So really, really great person. Uh, actually, and the thing is, the you know, that's a lot of great people I met during that conference. And that that person, and I also met um, another person. I'll and I'll elaborate on that person here in a little bit once we get to that point, because I think you're going to go there for that in that area. And then the other person is, um, I mean, I can you know, I can probably elaborate. Is Magic Johnson? So, but I will. <laughs> Magic Johnson, bro. yeah, so, Magic Johnson, yeah. So what what was it like? to uh to meet magic johnson uh um because i mean what a what, what an inspirational guy i um tell me about that experience so um so before that conference you know i was like you know what i am uh i knew that the keynote speaker when the keynote speaker was going to be magic johnson i said you know what i'm gonna get a magic johnson jersey so i went and got a magic johnson jersey <laughs> and i said I'm, my goal was to try to get that sign and then you know you never know. It's all thousands of thousands of people. You know, there's no way. Maybe I will. Maybe I want. You know, it, it, it won't happen. So what happened was is that the last day, Magic Johnson was the keynote speaker for the for the um, the uh, uh, hymns conference. Uh, he called me out. You know, so basically, what Magic Johnson is a great guy. He was. Uh, you know, he didn't stay on the podium. So when he was um, giving his speech and everything so he walked down he said i'm not going to stand up here and do my speech from here so he goes and walks around the auditorium now this auditorium is huge this is in las vegas one of the one of the big conference centers there you know um he's walking around the auditorium and i have my magic johnson jersey and i'm just shaking it <laughs> like yeah magic yes 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 you know <laughs> you know so he can try to see me you know what i mean and uh and then he looks at me. He said, you know what? I'm going to sign that. I'm going to sign that jersey for you before, before you leave. Then he keeps on walking. And I think he just starts thinking. He's like, you know what? Come up here right now. I said, huh? What? You know? So, <laughs> so I'm going to go in front of this huge auditorium. Go in front of this huge auditorium. And I'm uh, 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 taking my, uh, you know, my uh, a jersey up there to him. And he signs my jersey he says you know no he takes my jersey and tells me to go back and sit back down i said okay okay he'll get it after the uh and then he thanks again i was like okay he said, you know what come back up here again so i'll run back up here again 
<laughs> and he signs my jersey. And uh, he signs my jersey. Then he said, "I don't want nobody to take this from you." And, uh, and the whole auditorium was laughing. They thought it was hilarious. And he said, "He tell you what. Before you sit down, let's do a fist bump." Not a chest bump. It wasn't a fist bump. It was a oh chest, chest bump. bump. I'm sorry. You're right. Chest bump. chest bump. So he said, so we did a chest bump. And this guy is six foot nine. I can't believe this guy was a point guard. Be honest with you. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but you know, big guy. So we do a chest bump and I go back to the, uh, and I go back and sit down. So, but after that, so the great thing is too, I was sitting in the front row. Um, after that, I was able to catch him after the, uh, after the keynotes, uh, uh, after his uh, session, his, key, his his keynote uh, uh, speaking session that he had, um, and he was able to talk to me about uh, an importance of, of of business, your drive, and uh, and you know, and staying focused, you know, on things that you want, you know, man, and your goals. Um, you know, he he had a really great uh, when 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 he spoke. That's one of the things he spoke about was more or less, you know, talking about what kept him. No, because because right now in business, he's one of the biggest, you know, he has one. He, he's one of the biggest businessmen, you know, from the sports, you know, from sports that, you know, wow. that we've that, that we've ever seen from, from sports. I know recently he's just uh, purchased uh, Washington, the, the Washington Commanders now. So, uh, yeah. That's so, yeah, the transition. And, and I always still think about some, what, what he told me then about, um, you know, keeping stride for your goals and everything. And those guidelines, because at that period of time, you know. You know, I still hadn't even graduated yet. I didn't graduate yet. I was still getting there. And I was in the, I was in the SQL database class and I was sitting there smacking my head, myself across the head. I was and that's like, a, and that's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, SQL database. I remember SQL database class when it was yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, was, that was a rough yeah. one. Yeah, that was a rough one. So, um, but yeah, so but it, it was great. That was a, you know, for me, that was one of the, you know, meeting him and, and just some of the things that he said when it comes down to staying focused, you know, uh, no matter what gets in your way, you know, because, of course, I'm at my period of time, too, you know, dealing with things uh, with my family. Uh, my father at that period of time was, um, uh, and I, you know, he was, uh, he was, um, at that period of time, he was <clears throat> dealing with Parkinson's. My, my father passed away and I was dealing with all that. At that period of time, also too, he died in 2019. So sorry to hear that. Yeah, in 2018, I was, I actually really didn't even know that I was going to, you know, trying to finish school and deal with my father and trying to make sure that he was good and and everything like that. You know, I, you know, it was a, it was it was tough. You know, what I mean, so but for me, you know, to speak to him and him to, you know, uh, you know, you know, explain to me some of the things that he had went through. You know. Uh, and and how he kept focused, you know, really helped me too to get through, you know, college and uh, and get to and actually until until this day, I still I still use some of the things that he that he he told me and, and talked to me about. So, but what a remarkable thought, yeah. um, yeah. you know. And the question is, is uh, imagine how many people mm-hmm. he has motivated. Yeah. kept going just by just by having these these talks and and uh chest right. bumping right so to yeah. speak right what a, i mean you would imagine uh yeah. um you know you, you were you were dealt a, a very difficult hand um uh, and mm-hmm. and uh during this process uh you know you mm-hmm. were given a chest bump from an influential uh magic johnson uh, and it and it literally gave you a, a, a the boost. It looks like to 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 yeah. move past it. Um, wow, what a challenging time! And and yet, uh, you know, you were you were given a little spark to kind of go on. And That's, fun fact, I can I tell you a fun fact too. My father's name is Irving Johnson. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding? wow? Irving Lee Johnson, though. So, <laughs> uh, but that's still what I mean. <laughs> and that's my, that my dad's the, favorite player of all time. You know, so you know. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, well that that really just makes the story. Then I mean that really yeah, just right. Off. I don't think I could get any more. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so all right. So yeah. and this this happened, and this was it was an article, like I said, that I that I read out there. Um, but I, but there was another article that came out. That was um that was actually from the school that you graduated from. Yeah. What was that school, by the way? Georgia Southern University. 
Georgia Southern University. <laughs> they give you a little, uh, give them a little rep here, right? They, 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 they did good. So, um, so they wrote uh, a piece about you. Yeah. Um, and, and the, I, you know, there was some of the similarities in it, but the, but theirs was kind of a, an extra piece on it, which was you left and you landed a dream job uh, coming out. Let's talk about what job you landed coming out of this. Okay, so you know this is all during the conference. This has literally happened right after uh, I had just you know finished speaking with uh, Magic Johnson. All right, so uh, that was it. Was the last day of the conference? Um, I had spoke to so many people and networked that whole the whole entire conference for that whole entire week. Um, had a lot of job offers that 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 I uh, was uh, offered at that period of time. And, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, but, you know, one of the, 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 at that period of time, one of the places I really wanted to, to, to work at was at Cerner, right? I wanted to be at Cerner. I mean, you know, if, you know, if you're familiar with any, the EHR systems, um, Epic, Cerner, there's a lot of other ones, the key players out there too, but Cerner is, it is one of the, um, the biggest key, you know, they're one of the bigger EHR systems out there, uh, which is Cerner. So, uh, and um, they uh, and I really wanted to, to be with them at that period of time. They were, you know, Epic and Cerner were like one, two, three to each other. Uh, I'm not, I don't know what those stats are now, but <laughs> but uh, and I know that they're with Oracle now. But at that period of time, I was um, um, I really wanted to I, I, I was able to speak to a lot of people, but didn't get a chance to speak to them. So I was a little down. So I went back up to the showcase room area and I'm walking around and uh I'm walk I run into this random person, right? You know, Cerner was packing up, they're getting ready to leave. Uh their booth was getting ready to leave and everything. So I was wasn't able to speak to anyone there when it comes down to that. So I talked to this random person about this random person he just got talking about life, you know, about he's talking about his kids. I was talking about my kids. Uh you know, we we're talking about how um, you know, uh, I was talking about my, I was talking to him about my military career, you know, a lot of different things that I had done, and, um, you, you know, you know, in my career and at, at that period of time trying to get through school and what I were, you know, where I wanted to go and, 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 and everything. And uh, it was a really good, great conversation. And uh, what ended up happening is, you know, so I had my card, he had his card, you know, at that period of time, my card was a I just had my uh, college <laughs> that I was going to at that period of time and my contact information there. And he hands me his card. And uh, I looked down at it and I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> it was one it, at that period of time, one of the major executives there, sir. You know, so, uh, wow. you know, he, yeah, one of the major executives there at Cerner. And he said, I'll tell you what, I really like you. You know, I really like you. I love your story. I love that. You know, thank you for serving our country. Everything you do. I mean, you know, your family and, and everything. And he said, I tell you what, I want you to work for. I want you to work for my company. And I said, you know, at that period of time, I said, yeah, OK, whatever. So you know, I, said, I promise you. Yeah, I want you to work for sir. I want you to work. I want you to be part of my company. So at that period of time. So I'm uh, and I remember, you know, he said, well, I'll tell you what. I said, you don't believe so. He takes me to a recruiter. I said, listen, I want you to take this guy's information. I want him to be part of sir. I want him to be part of our, our team. So um, and he said, I tell you what, and that, I haven't even graduated yet. So we're talking, this is March timeframe. So I didn't graduate until December. So at that period of time, you're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> at that period of time, you know, you're, you're still, I'm still like, you know, hopefully he remembers me by the time I graduate, you know? So um, I did. I reached out to them. Uh, you know, long story short, I reached out to them probably in that October time frame. And sure enough, he remembered me. Uh, you know, he said, hey, you know, how you doing? You know, it it was just great. And then he, you know, he linked me up to uh, he linked me up to the recruiter. They flew me out to Kansas City, uh, showed me around and everything. The rest is history. I remember on December, on the day of my finals. Uh, last day of school, Cerner called me and offered me the job. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, <laughs> what a sport. I mean, what a story. You, the yeah. amount of, the amount of like 
trails of luck you needed to get yeah, to. Yeah. But, but right. we say that too, but you also you yeah. also did things uh to put yourself in that position that's so good. that you could capitalize on the luck that you got, right? And right. And, and that's what I want to make sure people actually realize too, because it, you know, yes, we do require a little bit of luck in our lives to get yeah. to where we are, right? But yeah. there are uh there are um lots of different pieces in there where you maximized uh you know all the things that you could possibly do so that when luck happened you could strike big right and 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 the the items were there right which were uh um you're proactively uh um you know going out uh um you know working hard at at your uh, military um you know when you did unfortunately have a setback there um, you turned around and poured that energy that was coming from your military straight into uh, finishing up college and uh, and get, you know, and and working on something that you love, which is fantastic. Right. Yeah. As you as you pour your uh, soul into that, you're proactively looking out. OK, how do I network? How do I get uh, how do I find, you know, put myself in a situation that will help me kind of mm-hmm. go forward? You arrive at a hymns conference, which you. I uh, said, well, why not I just go ahead and, you know, <laughs> see uh, if I can gamble and get my uh, um, my head. In. So it's not going to cost me anything, you know, to to do that. And you did. You actually got uh, in as a um, for them to help you pay for it to get there. You arrive at this confer- conference, meet several people that are influential in your life, including Magic Johnson. Right. And then uh, and then um, the executive from Cerner. Who, who gets you right into the position that, you know, you're looking to get into using your health informatics degree. I mean, what a story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's remarkable. I, okay. So let's, let's talk about, um, uh, your, your journey, uh, and, and how, let's talk about health informatics and how you started to apply it at Cerner, right? Because I think that's a, that's a big, um, uh, you know, probably a big question, right? So for -hmm. the people that may not be as familiar with um, uh, Epic and Cerner, and as you mentioned, uh, massive EHR systems, right? And obviously Mm -hmm. you mentioned that um, uh, Cerner changed hands, but these these systems are um, health systems specifically designed for hospitals and making sure that they can put all the different parts and departments that go into a hospital, uh, they can take that data and uh, combine it all into one. So you could, they will do charting, they will um, uh, do um, storage of um, information, health information in there, um, and, and they'll make sure that all of it is um, uh, customized, maybe the wrong word, but uh, to each different department. Right. But the data stays clean uh, and that it can be used throughout the organization as one whole. So right. uh, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, so that and you're correct. That is uh, totally correct when it comes down to that. Um, you know, uh, like I said, the EMR, EHR system is bas- basically a uh, system. You know, when you go check in. It's, you know, everything, you know, all documentation is done within the EHR EMR system and, and the nurses, the nurse, the physicians, they all use this to, in order, and, and that's where all your data is kept, right? So, um, and with that said, for me working for Cerner, um, I was a learning facilitator. Um, also, um, I did, I, I dove in on the other side there when it comes down to um, helping with the builds of the, um, uh, for each, you know, um, I've been, I mean, each client that I had at that period of time. So for myself, is uh, for instance, so when, so when you, um, when the hospital purchases that EMR system, when they decide to switch to Cerner, um, that's when you know the team that I was part of um, is uh, is uh, that's when we come come in. So that's when we did come in at that period of time. So. What happens is, is that, you know, they speak with the physicians, they speak with the, 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 the you know, uh, each department, every other guideline, and they talk to, they talk to them and we customize, you customize that, um, you customize that, uh, uh, that system around their workflow, right? So you got to know what their workflow is, 
how they do things, how where they put their data, <laughs> how they put their data, how were they doing in their in their OEMR system? You had to do all those things before you even do that build. And then from there, um, what 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 happens is, and this is a long process. This is probably your process, you know. Sometimes, but you, you but you can have multiple clients too, you know. But 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 one specific uh, you know hospital would have to go through this for a whole entire year. And at that period of time, this is before remote have, you know, pre-COVID, right? So at that period of time, we were flying, you were, I was from flying to Canada, I'm flying to, I mean, I was in Idaho, uh, Idaho Falls. So it was another area that I know, I, I mean, I've never, I've never been to Idaho. So that was pretty cool. It's um, interesting you say flying because um, I, so I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, if you're in IT, uh, um, chances yeah. are you're going to fly back and forth to somewhere, right? You know, exactly, you're, right. Right. And I was on a business flight, and I sat next to, um, and you know, every once in a while, you sit down and you have a conversation with somebody that yeah. you'll you never you're never going to see this person again. But you sit down and you're sharing the flight for an hour or two, and you're like, well, yeah. we're, we're going to have a conversation. And I sat down next to. Um, uh, a woman that worked for Epic and, uh, right. you know, and so we sat and had a conversation for a good yeah. hour and a half <laughs> about yeah. what she did at Epic and, uh, you know, all the challenges she ran into and all oh, stuff yeah. like that. It's funny because it lines up with a lot, lot of the things you're saying you yeah. did at Turner, yeah. you know, and how you did that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I want to dive in this real quick because I think this is pretty interesting. So um, my, um, uh, uh, my mother actually um, was a, a director at a hospital and a uh, nursing director at a hospital. And um, she actually uh, um, had dealt with a lot of the um, transformations and stuff like that over to uh, the new um, EHR uh, that they had. By the way, I know we use we're using EMR and EHR, electronic health records, electronic medical record system. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. For mm-hmm. the PA, people that don't know, I just want to make right. sure they know the acronyms, <laughs> right? Um, and mm-hmm. and uh, they pick uh, um, champions uh, mm-hmm. over there or super users, power super users, user. whatever you want to call yeah. them, right? Yeah. And she, and they find the people, and she w- was one of them, and they and and had to work to you know integrate the um, you know here's what we do, and right. and here's how I think it should work, right? And. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that because that's such an you're taking you're taking people and and I I joke because um, my mom will call me and I'll tell you say something you know she was the other day she was trying to figure find her pictures and I said don't worry they're up you know we just got to put them in the cloud and she's and she goes oh I, the cloud I I don't I don't like this cloud where I don't I can't see it I don't know what's going on what right, if it rains right. <laughs> yeah. you know? so um so not you know. Not extremely technical. I, I do believe she still has uh, an AOL address. Love her to death, wow. but she has an AOL address, you know. <laughs> uh, so um, she was on AOL until it just crashed into the ground, right? right. So um, you know, when we we look at this, she but she was helping. So yeah. not necessarily have to be technical, but these are the folks that understand the mm. process, and this is kind of what you're talking about, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we in and, and and that's what we did. We, you know, we, you know, the the you know that Pacific Hospital would choose, you know, their super users, right? So they'll have a nurse, it's like you like you're saying your mom, you know, a, a nurse, a physician, and all everyone sit there, you know, and, and and you know, everyone sit in this room and we'll all sit down and talk about what their workflow is all right. So I had this, you know, we have to sit there and speak to each. One of those different um, areas, departments, you know, we're talking radiology, we're talking uh, urology, you know, each one of the departments have their own separate workflow and you're working and you're working with them to, to figure out what their workflow would be within uh, that that uh, EMR system. Right. So um, and then we'll work with the, And then from there, what they do is they choose who their super users will be. And uh, from there, uh, we come up with, you know. We would come up with a plan to, uh, you know, to how we we're going to train them, right? So, um, you know, at that period of time, you know, there it was set up so they had a training sessions. They had a whole a month long. I can't remember exactly how long. Maybe it was a month or two, but 
we had a team. We had a team for each area. One person would cover uh, one one person would cover that day in particular department and train all those individuals in that in the department. We're talking all the nurses, <laughs> all wow. the all the physicians, everyone. So everyone would, would, would get would get scheduled to take that training, right? So what but what that said is, you know, as a learning facilitator, you would not you would have to know that system in and out. You know, so you have to sit there and study that system and know it from in and out, what goes on the back, you know, background and also some of the things that the users may experience, you know, every those guidelines and that super user is there for, for instance, when, when, that, when that go live does happen, they don't know, not only would, you know, you know, that, that you know, uh, uh, we would be available, the, you know, that super user would be available, especially after we even left. So they would have to know it, the ins and outs of it also. So. Pretty, wow. uh, pretty intense, right? So, <laughs> so much in that. So now we take yeah. all of that. We take all of that uh, information that we've learned mm-hmm. with the um, the processes and the workflows and and what's happening. We put it all together, right? right. <laughs> and then we make, uh, you know, a um, you know, we I, I'm using the word customized, but it's not really customized, right? It's mm-hmm. it's because we're not like recoding the app that that oh. is doing all this it you're essentially just you know putting in the correct fields putting in the right uh right way right. for like you said the workflows to to happen mm-hmm. so you're using the the features of the application itself right. you know uh that that they're in the system that it has and you're working within the confines fines of those and i want to make that distinction because customization mm-hmm. sometimes usually means you're going out grabbing something, putting it in to make it do something that's not natively supposed to do. But this case, right. this thing, you, you're using the native tool set in this application and right. and changing it to um, uh, fit the workflows and processes of this organization, right? I want to make that note because it's different. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. So, okay. So, um, and, and then sh- and you implement these things. How, how many of these were you doing uh, a year? You think? Mm, probably, you know, sometimes, you know, between three to four, <laughs> five sometimes, you know. That's a lot of projects to go. <laughs> but the thing is, too, is like, you know, but you have projects, you know, you could have a client here in Canada, another client in, in like I said, I, you know, I was in Idaho. You can have another client in, Flor- you know, Florida. I mean, and you can have, you know, but you're, you know, you are managing all those at all at the same time, you know, uh, and working with them, you know, all of them have their specific goal lives that they're trying to work towards and issues that they're running into. And you're studying and making sure that, you know, learning that system for that particular area, making sure that you know that, you know, um, it was just a uh, pretty, and you know, like I said, pretty intense, uh, 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 the job to do, you know, uh, but it was, you know, it, but, but also it was fun. I, I, I loved every, every, uh, every inch of it, you know, uh, it was everything that I dreamed it would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what's the, what's kind of amazing here is, is, yeah. um, is you've spent, yeah, you know, almost your entire career, well, since Cerner, right. Um, in, uh, healthcare, uh, right, you have you really haven't deviated uh, coming out of uh, um, Cerner because each uh, each position and stuff that you've had is it's had a um, it's been a healthcare uh, related stuff. Um, so it, it, you know, currently you're um, like I, I mentioned, you're at the Clearwater Cardiovascular Consultants, right, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Director of Information Technology, and there, um, you know, how has your how has your um, experience over at Cerner helped you in this in this regard uh, over over in this uh, with this job? Um, it helps. It helped me because for me, you know, coming out of college, you know, um, learning every different department, right? So now, you know, I know I, I have experience in every department when it comes down to from revenue cycle all the way down to women's health, you know, so. Um, it helped me understand that, and it helped me understand uh, it from a um, from a medical um, view also. You know, what I mean, not only if I'm thinking about technology, but I'm thinking about the medical. You know, what I mean, so I was just talking to someone the other day here about women's health, and then 
you know, people just don't realize how much goes into uh, having a baby. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I really, <laughs> uh, there are so many steps to get to the point of having that baby to after the baby is born. But in the, in the EHR EMR system, you know, that training is probably about a, a day and a half, two hour, two, a, you know, a day and a half to two days of training, you know what I mean? Eight hours per, you know, eight hours, both days, just to get to the process of, you know, like I say prenatal all the way down to uh, postpartum, you know what I mean? So you got to bring the baby in, you're, you're documenting two charts, you got to make sure that, you know, and, and within the system, in my head, what I'm thinking is, okay, how am I going how, how can I make sure that these users know how to do this within the system without having uh, any issues? Uh, what, you know, what, you know, help desk, what help desk issues I'm going to run into when it comes down to that? Uh, you know, everything, you know, like I said, everything, everything along those guidelines, I mean, it's just, uh, that's what's helped me is because I understand each department now, you know, I mean, I mean, like I said, well, I'm all the way down from home, you know, home health, you know, all the way up to, you know, revenue cycle, um, any department within the hospital or in the medical realm, I understand now. And it really helps me when I come, when I, when I, when I'm working on a system too. And when, when, when somebody speaking to me about what issues they're having. So, hey, you know, you make a great point in that too, which yeah. is uh, glad that you did when, when you talked about the multiple different departments. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and not even that, like even when that's within a hospital, even coming out of the hospital, you have home health, you have, and, and when I did, uh, um, healthcare IT, it wasn't even in a hospital, right? It was, uh, uh we were doing different items up from there. Mm -hmm. So, so there was a, um, and I'm glad you mentioned that because even within that, uh, um, you know, uh, experience that I had, there were different departments in there and they were handling different uh, patients, right? Exactly. And yeah. and each one had a different need. They had different workflows. They had different processes. They had different security uh, 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 items that were needed. It It's a, uh, it, it's like when you're working for healthcare yeah, and, and like when you work for businesses too. I mean, because even in different uh, um, different businesses, you're going to have different uh, different components. But it's so important to know the business mm -hmm. uh, and and the processes and how things work in that organization prior to implementing the solution. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I'm so glad you brought that up. That's what a um, what a remarkable thing. Um, I want to move to our. Um, uh, our uh, um, final segment, which is mm -hmm. uh, um, which is the IT crystal ball. Um, I, there, there is uh, so much. Uh, by the way, I, I would love to have you on again because there's so much uh, that we will we didn't cover that we that yeah. we could. Uh, right. I would like to have a healthcare <laughs> cybersecurity talk with you. I'd like to give. Yeah. But let's, let's talk about healthcare, right? And I, I want to let's start. I'm going to preference this a bit. Um, because I want to, I want to target this next, uh, segment and right. give you some time to talk about it. Um, we've talked about, um, in, at length, uh, these EMR EHR systems, which by the way, at the time they were starting to get implemented when they got big was such a transformative way to, you know, um, uh, you know, digitalize basically medical records. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, these were, uh, you know, beforehand it was, you know, people literally paper in folders and they grab the giant folder and put it down and fumble through the paper. I mean, amount right. of time and the amount of things you can miss by not being able to see it electronically um, is, is huge. And, and so it was a very transformative time uh, to these. Now, if, if you go to a hospital and they're not using an EMR, I, like, I don't know, you must be in a remote <laughs> part of the country, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, exactly. I mean, uh, it, it is it, at this point, it's almost a necessity to have uh, an EMR system uh, and, and be using it. Um, and whether or not it's customized to where they need to go, I'm sure it's a different story. But um, at least most people are on EMRs right now because it was kind of mandated, so to speak, uh, um, to be on it. So, We've done that. We've gotten mm -hmm. there. Most people, most organizations, well, healthcare, healthcare organizations are using either an EMR if they're a hospital or they're using some type of electronic uh, record keeping, uh, you know, for their system. 
and they've tied it uh, um, loosely to their billing system if it's not one and the same. Yeah. All right. So you've got these you've got these uh, um, these solutions now that have digitized healthcare. Great, we did it. We digitized healthcare. All right. And now we're in the process of making sure not only we've digitized healthcare that we go, okay, how do we enhance our cybersecurity around this and, and, and make sure that we um, protect it, right, from all the threats that are going on because there's a lot. <laughs> and, um, and so now, and you hope you've done both at the same time. <laughs> so, and so now right. we're here. We're at that spot. Where are we... As a, as a health organizations, right? Going to be five years from now. Where do you see this? Where do you see this going? Wow. No, I'm glad you said that. So, you know, I'm, and that's, that's a really great question. Um, you know, you were saying how, how transferable, you know, it was from going from paper to the EHR system. Um, I was just having this conversation with someone yesterday or, uh, Last week, someone was asking me, and I think someone else had the same question for me. And, um, you know, uh, I'm probably going to say this, uh, this, and you can be like, yep, you know, you, you're hearing it all over the place, but you're going to hear it again. AI, right? So, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> AI is what is where we're going. Um, definitely. Um, but wait, um, I'm going to, but I'm going to, I'm going to uh, dive into that for a minute, right? Because you're going to throw me AI. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the follow up question: How will AI be used, right? And how will it transform healthcare? It will be used. So before I, um, you know, uh, left, you know, uh, Cerner, um, and um, and went on to where you know my, my next my, my my next part of my journey, uh, you know, there was you know there, they were talking about AI and. And, you know, and how it's going to change, you know, uh, healthcare. So, but what that said is, you know, right now, you know, to give you an example, a physician walks into the room, right? Talks to the patient, the patient, uh, you know, gets all the information on that patient, what's going on with that patient, what their, what their chief complaint is, you know, what the HBI, um, you know, you know, uh, the diagnosis, everything those guidelines. And then when, what they do now is they leave that, um, your, 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 uh, that office and then, then they go back to their office. And then what they do is they type everything up. They do a note on, 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 on their patient. And then after that, they got to make sure everything is all, all their, uh, you know, all their information, all the information is correct, everything in those guidelines, and then they have to sign off on that note. All right. So here in the future, which is, I think, uh, I want to, I want to make sure, I think or Cerner, or Oracle Cerner, Cerner just announced that they are bringing a solution to the, and uh, they're one of the first ones to bring the solution to the, uh, um, to the forefront. Uh, I think it, uh, sometime end of next year, uh, is what happens is that AI will track everything that that physician says. When that physician walks into the uh, uh, to, go, to go speak to that patient, um, it, it's tracking everything that that, pa that 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 physician is saying to that patient. There, the AI is going through the actual note and documenting everything in the note. And after that, after that physician leaves, the patient goes back to his office. He's everything's documented within the note and all he has to do is sign off on it and that is it and wow. make sure it. so <laughs> yeah so so now okay yeah. now i'm gonna i'm gonna poke holes in, in this um yeah what are the items that we need to be careful of right because i can think of one which is um you know which is uh um ai likes to uh you know uses predictive uh um patterns to basically generate mm -hmm. Um, which is amazing, by the way, and how it can just go. Well, I think you're going to want this. I one of the things I use it for all the time is um, I will uh, um, I will type something out, mm -hmm. and and if I get busy and and something uh, like you know I have to handle something while I'm working on something, I, instead of like losing the thought, I'll be like finish this thought and and hit enter, and I will go work on the other thing, and then I'll come back, and mm -hmm. it is like finished the thought that I, you know, and it's pretty close. Like I have to go back and edit it, but it it's like finishes thoughts for you. 
Right. Yeah. It, so, but sometimes it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. it, like it hallucinates and creates things that are not accurate. And I've had to correct it before and be like, no, that's, a- that's actually inaccurate. And, and, um, cause it'll, it, it's again, it's predicting. It's not, it, oh, yeah. you know, like a, it's not the end all be all it's using collective mm-hmm. human knowledge, which also is flawed. And, and it's trying to, uh, um, use that pa- based on that pattern. So if it's bad, if it's basic, we all know bad data in, bad data out, right? So yeah. if you take a bunch of human data, which may not be accurate, and you mm-hmm. and you say make patterns out of it, you should you should imagine that uh, um, it's going to make wrong patterns every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so I, you know, one one thing I can think of, you know, right off the bat that I can see that may be something they may want to watch out for is coding, right? You know, medical coding. You want to make oh, sure yeah. all the coding is correct. You know, what I mean, so. Uh, for instance, there's a code for every, you know, ICD, you, you have your ICD-10 uh, codes, you know, you want to make sure that they're documented because sometimes they're, you know, it may be a one-off, right? That, oh, it, it so I, let's, let's first, <laughs> when you bring up ICD-10, uh, um, uh, you're, you're, it's a trigger word for me, right? Because mm-hmm. I go back to the projects that that had yeah. to happen to, to upgrade yeah. all the pricing. To, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I every time they change the ICD uh, um, uh, um, ICD to a different uh, coding, I'm like, why? Exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> but but yeah, so that that is where I can see you know my, my you know I'm I'm curious you know because of course like you we haven't seen it just yet, but I'm curious. I mean, how is that you know because there's got to be you know. You got that. That's the reason why it's, it's very important. I think it's still very important that, like you were saying, to look and make sure that everything is correct before you make any uh, final <laughs> sign-offs on, on on anything, too. Like for instance, for physician, you know, you got to make sure that note is correct and and the right coding is put in and um, and everything else. Like, but I can see that being an issue. You know, not, I won't say an issue, but something to look out for. I won't say an issue, but something to look out for and make sure those codes are correct. Uh, because that definitely could, uh, I've seen it, ICD, the wrong ICD-10 codes uh, I'm chosen, and it, it, it was a huge uh, effect on the, on the other side of the fence there, on the, on the revenue cycle side, so, so huge, so. So, yeah. all right, so it, um, AI, absolutely, we know that, uh, you know, there's, and there's probably some things that we haven't even thought of yet that uh, that, that that's going to be used for. Um, there are some remarkable um, applications for it, and the, the technology is promising. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and the amount of things it's going to be able to do is is pretty remarkable. But uh, let's say uh, that AI is not the thing. Of the uh, let's say that yes, AI is the thing of the future, and we want to set our sights on something else, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, I'm going to challenge you even more, right? So let's let's go past AI for a minute. Mm-hmm. And let's think of the different things that, um, you know, have happened in the field. I mean, or, or let's just think of the challenges right now that we have in the field. I think this is uh, this is important. We have um, uh, challenges from ranging from uh, um, uh, systems that are uh, that may be uh, um, being used that are still while secure and, and everything. They, th- these systems might be uh, um, outdated. Right. Uh, and and they have limited support from uh, other um, from uh, like coding perspective and stuff like that. You yeah. know, you've got co- coders using different languages now that are not oh, yeah. using languages oh, yeah. that were mm-hmm. happening. A secure system, a stable system, one that fits perfectly into HIPAA. Right. But um, your coding base. Right. Uh, the amount of coders you can get uh, is is dwindling, which is driving the cost of getting those coders. Uh, um, and those developers in uh, to make sure that they uh, um, make their, sure they can operate the system. So that's one one problem, right? Um, yeah. uh, you have other problems where um, they may be interacting with the government, and oh, yeah. you know if they're on Medicare or if they're on oh, yeah. uh, oh, the yeah. various different uh, state Medicaid's or or you know anything that has to run through a gov- government uh, uh, piece. Um, what we know about the government is it likes to continue to use it, you know, um, systems that are really, really, really slow, really uh, archaic, 
um, you know, and uh, and at some point, uh, still using uh, um, um, dial-up modems to accept data, right, and faxes, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and this is I, if, for those who don't know. I mean, this is a you know, no matter how advanced a uh, healthcare company is, they have to, you know, for the lack of a better term, dumb it down to get it to the government, right? Yeah, all right, definitely. Definitely. So so use that for a minute and see where do you think, where do you see that go? That's tough, right? That's a tough one, yeah. Um, Wow. You know, um, one one of the things I can think of is, you know, you're just talking about the cost of everything. I think one of the challenges is, is, is cost. You know what I mean? Uh, what is that going to look like in the next five years? You know, when it comes down to um, and where, you know, where is that money going to come from? You know what I mean? And how are we going to be able to stabilize that? Or are we are we going to be able to stabilize that? You know, uh, you know, uh, it's a, definitely a, you know, you you brought up a lot of good uh, questions there. And I, and I really don't know if I really have any the answers to those. You know what I mean? Those are definitely some things that, I could see that that can be challenging in the future. And also, too, we you know we didn't touch on that uh, on this, but when it comes down to cybersecurity, um, I mean, it's m- more and more, you know, we have to be diligent when it comes down to, uh, you know, our cybersecurity, making sure that uh, um, our information is safe. Um, you know, there's different uh, I, I could say that well, every day I'm hearing about something different. That you know that our uh, these uh, uh, cyber criminals are doing now to try to get data, you know, uh, you know, and uh, uh, you know. So I think that's that's always going to continue to be a challenge, and it, I think it's going to also be uh, to get um, to be more advanced as we go. Especially now, too, is that you know as we progress, uh, of course, you know, as we progress into you know, we're just talking about AI and. All these other different cool things, you know, the uh, the other side's progressing also. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a valid point, and you and that's so, what you're seeing. You're yeah. seeing this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, for lack of a better term, uh, battle yeah. happen uh, yeah. between AIs. Right? It, You've got, it, you know, the the uh-huh. AI being used for good versus the AI mm-hmm. being used for evil. Right? And, yeah. uh, and battling each other to see who who will win. Right? Um, yeah. It's and amazing. I, I, You've stepped out of uh, um, you've stepped out of uh, uh, the military, right? But you're right back into it in you know in the uh, in that regard. It's it's kind of funny, you know, uh, not more funny, but kind of qu- qu- coincidentally, you said battle because I was just at a conference not too long ago, and one of the speakers there was saying that you know um, he was a former veteran and he, he also in IT, and he said no longer we know we are uh, what does he call it? He said. We had World War One, World War Two, and now we have World War C cybersecurity. Oh, oh, nice! I said, "Wow, you know, that's a pretty." Uh, you, you got to think about it, you know how you know how advanced we're going. It comes down to uh, um, our, all our systems and our technology, and you know, it's. Uh, and he 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 said it best, you know, World War C, you know, and wow, you know, and where are we going with that? So, wow, and. Okay, so you you brought up a good point. So mm-hmm. in the future, right? Well, even right now, we're highly dependent on uh, technology for healthcare. Mm-hmm. And um, in the future, we're going to, uh, I think you would agree, and based on what you said, um, we're going to be even more dependent on healthcare, uh, sorry, on uh, technology for healthcare. Yeah. And we have uh, security concerns, you yeah. know, with, with healthcare. And, uh, you know, if uh, World War C continues to get even worse, right? Yeah, right. Then, uh, you know, then we could see uh, some potentially uh, uh, disastrous consequences from the standpoint of uh, healthcare interruptions, healthcare uh, downtime. Uh, That could lead to um, some very serious implications when it comes to uh, care. Yeah. um, that's a great point. Uh, and I, you know, and, and the important part to this is when I, when I do, um, this, this segment, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times it's focused positive, right. And that's fine. Um, you know, we all like to look at the fun and po- positive stuff and everything like that, but I do think it's important to look at the serious side 
and look at some negative consequences. Because by looking at the possible negative consequences, Mm -hmm. that's where we can focus and look to improve and look to, uh, you know, pour our efforts into so that we can avoid it. Right. I agree. I agree. You know, and the thing is, too, you know, uh, you never want to be too comfortable. Right. So you always want to be on your P's and Q's at all times. So, I mean, and this is also talking about it, being aware of it is that's that's step number one. You know, I mean, Um, because when you get too comfortable is when things happen. Right. So you just want to make sure that that discussion is always there and never get too comfortable. If you're too comfortable, <laughs> then, you know, that's when I know, um, you know, just talking to about, you know, um, you know, these, these cyber criminals, they, when they like to attack, they like to t- attack and, and and do things when, you know, when you're least suspected. Right. So, <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, you know, but, you know, like I said, that, that's a really great point. You know, I really I really do think that's one of the biggest areas. and. It, continue to have to be one of the areas that we have to focus in on um, in, in, help, in the healthcare realm and IT, IT in general, te- technology in general, as we move forward uh, um, in these coming years. So, well, if, if we're on, if we're in world war C, right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the un, you're on, on, on our side, the, uh, yeah. the side that's trying to prevent uh, um, you know, the good side, the, try, uh, the side exactly. that's trying to prevent this disasters and, and right. stuff like that stuff uh um the the team that is uh enhancing cybersecurity to to defend against uh you know the forces of evil uh that mm-hmm. are using it for other means uh then i know i feel pretty comfortable uh that uh, we're going to prevail yeah, yeah me too for sure <laughs> Nerds, this has been Michael Moore, and I've been hosting this podcast for Dissecting Popular IT Nerds with Dion Johnson, Director of Information Technology at Clearwater Cardiovascular Consultants. Dion, great to have you on the program. Uh, what a great conversation. And um, please, please come on again. All right. Definitely. All right. Have a good one. You too. <laughs>